Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to Wrestling Days Reviews. If you are listening to this as a podcast, then uh, obviously there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm sure we will get into the White Rabbit stuff. Uh, I have just put a video up, a separate video up. It's going to be very hard to put that up as a podcast because there's a lot of visual things. There's a lot of visual clues. Um, but uh, yes, there is a video on the YouTube channel. Uh, if there's a way that I can put that as a podcast, I might try to do that because there's loads to talk about and uh, I will have a look into that. But if you are watching this on YouTube, apologies because uh, we are fantastically late. Um, the White Rabbit stuff was really intense this week. It was really deep and really detailed. And actually, at first glance, it doesn't seem all that much. At first glance, you got just like a code at the end. Um, but then once you dig into it, of course, and start looking at the URL code, start looking at the source code, then start following, you know, some of the zip codes that then unlocks other things. It just it just spiraled. I mean, this one was incredible. This was a lot deeper than any of the other clues. The other clues, I think you could definitely read a lot into things. But this one was literally like going down the rabbit hole. Maybe not literally, but uh, it was like you know, this then unlocked that, which then unlocked that. And I, I don't think we've still found everything. I, I don't think we found all the clues or anything like that yet. I don't think, I think there's more to be discovered. Everything that I've seen, I've just put in a video. So that's why I'm late. I mean, that video took me ages to get all the images I needed, all the screenshots I needed uh, to the point where I actually don't have screenshots for this week's review. So that is a shame. I do have them. I just didn't want to make people wait any longer whilst I transferred it all over. So uh, I don't have those screenshots. I've got all the information in front of me. I've even got Bleacher Report up because I'll be completely honest, a lot of this show, I was distracted. Uh, so it's it's kind of hard for me to go down and talk about how great the matches were or how, how the, like, you know, effective they were um, when we were just so deep into White Rabbit stuff. White Rabbit just dominated this week's Raw. Uh, and I do, I mean, it is worth saying, I think that's a bit of a problem. I think it's a bit of a problem. I don't know if it's not better that the QR code is not dropped right at the end of the show. And, you know, we get to watch the show and then you do the QR code thing afterwards. By having the QR code thing at the start, you're just completely missing out on Raw because if you want to explore the code, this one in particular was so deep, so detailed. It was honestly like an onion. It was like peeling back layers and revealing itself over a space of hours, not even like five minutes or 10 minutes or half an hour, hours, more and more things were being revealed. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how wise this strategy is to uh, put it near the start of the show, but uh, let's get going anyway. Let's go into uh, how the show began. So we had Asuka, Bianca and Alexa come out, got a really good reaction. Uh, for uh, these girls. They came down. Alexa had Lily. Uh, I did say it was worth like keeping an eye to see if Lily was going to be handed over to uh, Asuka at any point. She was handed over to Asuka before, and um, Asuka went quite dark and moody when she had Lily. Um, I didn't see at any point Alexa do that this week. I think Alexa pretty much held on to Lily. But uh, yeah, that was just something worth keeping uh, an eye on. Um, but yeah, this was good promo at the start. Basically, Bianca saying, uh, my girls are going to be looking out for your girls. We know that an Extreme Rules match is coming up between Bianca and Bailey. Bailey came out looking like uh, Freddie Mercury. 
She was in white with like a yellow jacket. I feel like that's maybe something he wore at Live Aid. I don't know. It's it's a very iconic look and uh, it just immediately made me think of Freddie Mercury. But uh, she came down. She was, I mean, look, this back and forth was pretty average. Uh, Bailey was saying you were you were chosen. You know, I've wanted this since I was 12, but you came in and you were chosen. You was trained to be a champion. I, I, I mean, like there was some all right stuff here, but it didn't really feel like there was anything, any kill shots. There was there was nothing that really made me sit up and take notice. And um, the bit that kind of uh, caught me or, or grabbed my notice the most was at the very end of the promo. That's when, uh, like, we went to a match. And uh, our first match was Bianca Belair against EO. Bianca stepped up to EO and she's like, if I can't face Bailey this week, I want you. And so she said she wanted EO. EO just took a belt off, went over to the side of the ring and then started, like, gesturing to someone. But, like, it took ages. She was, like, there going, like, come on, I joked on the watch-along. Like, it's easier to bring planes in than it is to get a referee in the ring, seemingly. Because EO went over to the side and she was, like, constantly... I don't know where this ref was coming from. I don't know if the ref was, like, you know, buying some merch or picking up a hot dog and had to run the length of the arena. But it took flipping forever. But the way that we kind of went from the promo into the match was kind of a bit weird. It was, it was really strange. Um, it is worth mentioning as well that uh, the height of the uh, promo was uh, when basically... So we don't know the last time. Um, we don't think it's happened before, to be honest. We don't think... We've gone down like some articles uh, to see if we can find anything. We found some stuff in NXT, but to my knowledge, I don't remember ever seeing it. I can't remember ever seeing two women on the main roster go one-on-one -on -one in a ladder match. And as I said, there was a few articles that listed all of the female ladder matches and there was no mention of two women just going one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we found like a triple threat and I think that might have even been TLC rules, so it doesn't really count. We found loads of money in the banks. We found one-on-one -on -one ladder matches women had in NXT. Can't find any one-on-one -on -one ladder matches the women have had on the main roster. That's not something I'm seeing uh, many people talk about. Obviously, everyone's talking about White Rabbit. But if that is true, we have got something very historic that's about to happen. And that could be the first women's ladder match one on one on the main roster. And obviously, you know, we think about Sean and Razor and uh, their classic ladder matches. Sean and uh, um, Bret Hart as well in 92. They had a great ladder match. In fact, there's been some brilliant ladder matches. I believe there was one between The Miz and Jerry Lawler, which was fantastic. I seem to remember that one being brilliant. Um, so, you know, there's been some great one-on-one -on -one ladder matches the guys have had. But yeah, how amazing if this is going to be the first women's one on the main roster. So just something uh, worth being aware of. So as we said, this led to a match anyway. This was Bianca Belair uh, challenging uh, EO Sky. Um, I can tell you, and I am going to reference Bleacher Report because they've got their uh, raw review already up. They've graded uh, this first match a B if you want to get just a bit of a general idea as to uh, how they've scored the match grading-wise. They've said it was a B. I mean, at this point, we were watching the match, and I thought it was good. I mean, I thought the action was good. It certainly wasn't anything that felt like it was a four-star, four-and-a-half-star, anything like that. Maybe three-and-a-half to three-seven-five. Maybe that is about a B. 
so, yeah, I think I would probably agree with that. Um, it's Bianca Belair that gets the win with a KOD. And um, as we said, yeah, pretty good. Uh, the other thing that's worth mentioning is that it was during this match that the QR code first showed itself. It was actually uh, a QR code on the edge of the announce table and um, you couldn't scan it. No one could get it. Like they had a screenshot of seeing it, but it was at a weird angle and no one could scan it. It was really frustrating. A lot, th a lot about tonight was frustrating, actually. The amount of time we had to give to White Rabbit was frustrating, rewarding, fascinating, enjoyable, a little bit frustrating as well when obviously you want to sit down and watch Raw. And uh, the fact they showed the QR code and it was at an angle, that was also frustrating. They did put it up as a screen kind of glitch and uh, people managed to get it from that. And then that was doing the rounds on social media. Um, when you scanned it, as we said, there's lots of different superstars that appear. They say one word each. And basically what they say is who killed the world? You did. You did. They actually repeat that twice. And then they say, feed your head, feed your head. They repeat that twice as well. Uh, mixed in there is other images. There's like an astronaut. There's Dink playing baseball. There's a rabbit. There's a cactus. There's a few different things. There's a few different things uh, within that clue, within uh, this week's uh, clue. And as we said, I, I think there's more to be revealed. I really do. I think you can go into it and find even more stuff in there. Um, I've done a 15-minute breakdown video with, I mean, literally everything I'm aware of at this stage, um, or the major stuff at least. So, uh, yeah, if you want to check that out, it is on the channel. Um, and I think that's probably it in regards to this first match. Uh, the next match we go to is we go to uh, Seth Rollins against Rey Mysterio. Um, basically, in the build-up to this, we got uh, Rey uh, backstage saying that he'll always love his son and he won't he won't fight him. Um, and basically, what's happened to his son is Rhea manipulating him. And uh, he said that he's got mercy for his own flesh and blood, but he doesn't have mercy for Seth Rollins. Uh, as well as that, we also saw Miz backstage. He's got the Miz Force. This was fun. Love the Miz Force. Load of highly trained, intelligent security guards. Uh, the Miz Force. Uh, they were obviously there to go and get Dexter Loomis and protect the Miz. So uh, we got to see them as well. Uh, it is worth mentioning, we would see the Miz Force later completely decimated. And of course, Dexter would attack the Miz. He was actually dressed as, uh, is it the Oilers? I don't know. Um, but uh, he was dressed in some kind of sports gear and uh, hockey sports gear. And he uh, cracked a hockey stick around the head of the Miz. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. Um, the coolest thing, though, was Miz Force. I mean, that might be the coolest thing that's ever happened in wrestling. So uh, Miz Force were uh, definitely a lot of fun. Uh, rubbish, but a lot of fun. Um, Seth did a promo as well where he was just laying into Riddle um, and, you know, just saying that Riddle is, uh, you know, going to be in big trouble when they face each other in the fight pit. He's heard the rumors that he's going to be at a disadvantage and all this kind of stuff. I must admit, the crowd didn't seem to be that bothered by the promo. They just want to sing his song. That's it. They just want to sing his song. And I think that's a bit of a problem considering he is a heel. Considering he's a heel, like, it's a little bit like Judas. 
You know, like how in AEW people are singing Judas and Jericho is meant to be a heel. It's it's the same here. Like Seth's got this song that people love singing and he's meant to be a heel. And when he's talking, rather than being booed, people are just singing his song. So I don't know. I don't know. if It's, it's kind of something the fans love to sing. So you don't want to take it away. But equally, I just don't I don't know if this is the right thing. Like it'd be perfect if he was a baby face. It'd be absolutely perfect. But um, yeah, people are loving the theme song. Uh, then we go to the match. So the match is Seth Rollins against Rey Mysterio, as we said. Um, this was a really good match. The bits I was catching of this were really, really good. I mean, you've got two absolute legends in there. How can it fail? Um, what we're seeing with these matches is that they're being given time. These uh, superstars are being given time to show what they can do. And man, if you give people like Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio time, they are going to knock it out of the park every time. Um, I can tell you that Bleacher has scored this A minus. The winner is Seth Rollins. So Seth gets the victory. Uh, Dominic comes down with a chair towards the end. Uh, and basically, um, he is uh, like saying again, you know, he wants hit, you know, strike me, hit me with the chair kind of a thing. As Ray is distracted, it's Rhea Ripley that attacks from behind. Uh, that allows uh, Seth Rollins uh, to get the victory. So strong, solid stuff here. It was uh, uh, really, really good. And um, we move on. Uh, next, we went to Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens taking on Alpha Academy. So uh, we went to this next match. Uh, this match uh, gets scored a B plus on Bleacher Report. Uh, the winners are Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens. I can tell you that uh, Theory tries to distract at the end of this match. He's not successful. And uh, it's Johnny Gargano that ends up getting the pin. There's a real cool moment where Kevin Owens puts Otis through the commentary table. It's really, really good. Um, big, big spot. It is towards the end. Um, and as well, uh, it was mentioned and uh, kind of teased on Fightful Select that someone tonight was going to be waving a flag. And uh, it turned out it was Alpha Academy. Alpha Academy came out with the USA flag. Obviously, we were in Canada this week. So uh, they were trying to get a little bit of heat there. A little bit of heat. Bit of classic. Bit of classic uh, heel heat. But um, yeah, it was good. It was uh, a really, really good match. And um, I must admit, the show, from what I was watching, what I was catching, was really strong up until this point. Very entertaining. It's just, again, that damn white rabbit stuff was just getting in the way. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, backstage, there was someone that was beaten down in the corridor. Um, and, uh, again, we think that someone, Jennifer Lockhart, said that that was a member of Ms. Force. So uh, I think we were I think we were seeing Ms. Force being destroyed. Um, it, it could be something else, of course. It could be something else. But we think we think it was Ms. Force. Uh, so yeah, a person beaten down in the corridor. We also saw Finn Balor trying to recruit AJ Styles. He's still trying to get him on side. And he spent quite a bit here saying, you know, people have got backup. You know that Sami Zayn has got Solo Sokoa. You know, I am offering my services to be your backup if needed tonight. So offered uh, the services of Judgment Day. Uh, to AJ Styles. Whatever they're doing with Finn and AJ is very interesting at the moment. Very, very interesting. 
then we uh, saw backstage Alpha Academy, um, Alpha Academy and Theory. They were obviously regrouping after their uh, loss. Uh, I think Theory. I think it was Theory's phone rang, and on the phone was Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman had been watching, and um, he challenges Chad Gable to a match. Chad Gable is just so nervous. He's absolutely bricking it. He's on the phone. It was a really good, fun little moment, actually. He was on the phone, and he was just like a nervous wreck talking to Braun. So that, that was a fun thing uh, that played out backstage. Um, after that, we got uh, a Moss uh, squash match. So a Moss came down. He took on a couple of local competitors. Um, he just absolutely destroyed them. It wasn't even really a match. I can tell you uh, Bleacher have given it uh, a D grade. A Moss beats couple of jobbers mvp was on commentary there was nothing there was just nothing really to it uh it really wasn't uh anything that exciting um we uh then got obviously the bit where dexter attacks the miz and um we got that segment uh then we got candace and um dakota no candace and uh nikki that's who i'm thinking of um yeah nikki was in the ring didn't know where this was going to go. Candice LeRae comes out. We got an epic moment where Candice LeRae comes out. For those of you that don't know Candice LeRae, she was big on the indie scene. Came to NXT. If you've watched NXT, you'll know Candice LeRae. To my knowledge, she was never women's champion, but always felt like she could be. She was in the way, of course, with uh, Johnny and Austin Theory and Indy Hartwell. Um, she's obviously had some great matches. I remember having a street fight with Mia Yim, and that was a lot of fun. That was brilliant. Um, she had some good matches, but she obviously has been off because she's been pregnant. I mean, she's married to Johnny Gagano. She's been off. She's been pregnant. I think she's great on the main roster. I think um, Johnny and Candice together are going to be absolute gold. I can see Becky and Seth against Johnny and Candice. I think that that's going to make a lot of sense. You could definitely do that match in the future. So uh, I like the idea of that. In fact, there's a few couples in uh, WWE that you could uh, look to do some matches with. Um, but yeah, I, I I really do like the fact she's here. Didn't expect it. Um, there was no rumors of it. She uh, obviously um, had a baby not that long ago. I think there's probably quite a bit of ring rust. So this match was actually quite short. There was next to nothing to it. Bleacher Report score it uh, a C plus. So, uh, as we said, next to nothing uh, in that. But uh, it was really just the moment. It was really just an amazing surprise and uh, very, very cool. Um, we also saw Candice backstage. It's going to be Candice against Dakota. That's why I was thinking of Dakota. Candice and Dakota next week at Damage Control were face-to-face -face with uh, Bianca and Asuka and uh, Alexa. Uh, the next match was AJ Styles against Sami Zayn. So AJ Styles against uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, it was Sami that gets the victory. Uh, Sami was uh, victorious. Uh, the referee had his back turned. Solo uh, attacked uh, AJ. It meant that Zayn could hit a halluva and uh, pick up the victory. So this was our main event. Um, Priest had control for the majority of the match. Riddle kept finding ways uh, to make a comeback. Um, and after a competitive match, Riddle got the win with a, an inside cradle. Uh, it's good showing for both uh, guys, and uh, Bleacher Report gave it an A-, which is a very good score. 
And as we said, Judgment Day then attacked right at the very end. What was interesting about this is they attack AJ, but uh, they go to uh, slam like a chair down on him. But uh, Finn Balor actually holds off on that. So they do attack him and they do go so far, but they don't actually go as far as they could have gone. And so it seems like there's still a bit of an olive branch that has been extended out to AJ. So, um, yeah, interesting. So we got that and it looked like that was going to be at the end. And then Edge returned. So Edge came back. So uh, Edge came back right at the end of the show and um, basically challenged Finn to an I quit match. Now, what's important about this is obviously Edge was a major suspect, major suspect for the White Rabbit stuff. And um, I think that now looks like you can pretty much take him off the table. Um, obviously, I mean, this White Rabbit is going to lead to something. It could lead to someone partnering Edge. It could still lead to uh, something connected with Edge. But um, a lot of the theories got shot out of the water. We did say in yesterday's live stream that um, this third clue was going to be really important because there was a few theories that were ready to take the next step. Uh, we just needed some certain links and we didn't get any of them. There was one theory that uh, all of these clues were pointing to different members of Judgment Day. So the first one was pointing to Finn. The second one was pointing to um, Dominic. And then it was like, would the third point to Rhea? Would it point to Damian Priest? Well, we haven't had any links to Rhea or Damian Priest tonight. So it doesn't feel like that theory is like really uh, one worth focusing on anymore. The other theory was that it was um, all the clues were pointing to new members of a Wyatt family. So the first one was uh, pointing towards Karrion Cross. The second one was pointing towards... Who was the second one pointing towards? Second one was pointing towards. Remember who the second one was now? The first one was Carrion. Second one was maybe Bray. And then, like, we were waiting to see if this would be Dexter, Loomis, or Braun. So uh, we were waiting to see if this was going to go in that direction. But we didn't get that either. So we can forget that one now. So that one's been shot out of the water. So yeah, this is it's it's been a bad night for theories. It's been a bad night for theories. I think I think tonight definitely strengthened Bray Wyatt. Definitely strengthened Bray Wyatt. Um, definitely shot down Edge. Shot down a load of theories, which is great to be honest. You know, getting rid of theories is as important as adding them. So uh, I'm quite happy to shoot a few down and get like you know a bit of clarity. But um, yeah, it feels like uh, Bray. I suppose one of the big questions is if it is Bray, is it Bray on his own? Is it Bray bringing in a Wyatt family? Like, why have we got links to Corbin? Why have we got links to Alistair Black? Like, why have we got, like, all these links to other superstars? Or are they just red herrings? Are they meant to take you down some paths just for the sake of taking you down those paths? Maybe. I mean, honestly, maybe, maybe it is just there to design to confuse you and uh, take you down some roads just to uh, kind of play with your head a little bit. So, uh, yes, that's how the show ended, basically. Uh, it ended with Edge running down and um, issuing the challenge for the I Quit match. 
and that was it. So, um, yeah, hard score, hard one for me to score. Uh, there was a lot of action, uh, very match-based. Uh, obviously, there was a few things that were playing out uh, behind the scenes. The White Rabbit dominated everything. Candice LeRae returning was a massive surprise. But, um, yeah, I'm very interested to know what you guys picked up on, and I'm very much looking forward to your scores and seeing what uh, the chat have got for us. So let's jump into that right now. Uh, wow, look at this uh, chat going crazy at the moment. Uh, I wanted Candice to show up. Crazy Cheech said, thanks for... Oh, hang on. Let's see if I can get back to that Crazy Cheech. Crazy Cheech said, uh, thanks for everything. See you Friday. Oh, you're welcome, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Uh, three Diglets said, uh, White Rabbit Records on YouTube has got a five-digit code. The five, di the five, the zip code reads uh, Windham. Let him in, Zaddy. Uh, the, the zip code does take you to Windham. Yeah, good shout, three diglets. Um, if you go to the uh, video that I just uploaded, it's got, it's got that in there. Um, and it's got loads of other stuff as well, like the giant pink bunny, the TikTok account, the Corbin in Kentucky, the Alistair Black lyrics in the source code, uh, a few theories about some of the still images in the um, clue that went out. Like, there's loads, man. There's absolutely loads. Um, as I said, this is one that really revealed itself over quite a you know long time. Um, so, yeah, there's a 15... I think it's about a 15-minute video that's gone up where I try to cover as much as possible. But, um, yeah, pretty wild night tonight. Uh, three diglets. Uh, appreciate the support, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Michael said, why do they keep playing the White Rabbit song if, if it's going to be Carrion's new song? Um, I don't know that anyone said it's going to be Carrion's new song. I mean, uh, Carrion it was White Rabbit in Lucha Underground, so that, that is a connection to Carrion. But there are so many connections to so many different uh, superstars that... Um, you know, I, I certainly don't think you can say this is going to be like a, a new Carrion persona or anything. I mean, that's still an option. Still, you can't completely rule that out because uh, there are other links to Carrion as well. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know that that's where we're going with this. Um, more and more, more clues we get, more and more feels like it is pointing towards uh, Bray. Um, I feel like the QR code stuff is for the hardcores. Whilst the people that don't have any care for Bray still get the good show, everyone can get what they want, says Jordan. Mm, I would disagree. I, di I disagree with that. I understand where you're coming from, but I kind of feel like, I mean, I want to watch the show. I, I, I feel like I want to watch the show, and I don't know that you can just settle on saying it's Bray Wyatt. I mean, I feel like it's, it's getting closer and closer to that, absolutely. But... Um, the previous clues have had links to other people. And even this clue has got links to other people. As we said, you know, Alistair Black's lyrics are in the source code. I mean, you can't escape that. And you can't escape the fact that the zip code takes you to a place called Corbin. And, you know, it has been said that uh, the Fiend defended the Universal Championship there. But how strong of a link is that? You know, the, the the Fiend defended the Universal title there. I'm sure if we look into it, there's other matches that have taken place in Corbin, Kentucky as well. Um, obviously, other matches on that same show. So I don't, I don't know how strong the Fiend link is with that one. I feel like the fact it's called Corbin 
means that you know it is what it is it's corbyn it's a, a link to to corbyn so again a lot of these can be red herrings a lot of these can be red herrings it, it or it could be a message of people that's on uh, the fiends hit list but um yeah i think that like i would i would really love to watch raw i would love to have watched raw this week i feel like i missed out on quite a bit of action it's it's really hard that's why i wanted to give um because I know there's people, I get uh, a lot of people get in touch saying that they love listening to this as a podcast the next day and uh, love going through it. And um, like it just brings them up to speed with things that happened. So I really wanted to make sure that we still kind of hit uh, as many points as possible. And that's why I wanted to kind of give people an idea of how good the matches were by looking at the Bleacher Report uh, review and just seeing like what they scored the matches. And to be honest, I mean, a lot of these matches are getting very, very high grades, very high grades. It's only really like the squash matches. That was the um, Dewdrop. Uh, no, not Dewdrop. It wasn't Dewdrop versus Candice. Uh, that's a mistake. Nikki versus Candice match and uh, Amos matches. They were like squashes. They've scored quite low. But all the other matches have been very, very well received. Uh, didn't people think Sarah Logan was in a Viking Raiders segment? Uh, yeah, I think she actually was. I think I think she was in that segment. Um, I don't think that she is back. I think they probably just used her for that one-off segment. Uh, I don't, again, I can't say there's any links to Sarah Logan in this White Rabbit stuff. I mean, you know, the, the further we're going into it, the more and more it feels like Bray. Uh, we did a poll during the uh, watch-along we did a poll a few days ago and uh, like, who do you think like is behind the white rabbit stuff? And it came back. People came back saying that they thought that it was 50% Bray. We did it earlier today. It came back 72% something along those lines. So, I mean, it has really, really jumped up following um, tonight's show. Basically um, it's jumped up another 20 odd percent in our um, chat. So, yeah, uh, it definitely feels like it's uh, heading more and more in that direction. Um, but, but, but you should do a separate rabbit video and cover the matches until this is over. You should do a separate rabbit video, cover the matches until this is over. I can't, well, I am doing that. We have done a separate white rabbit video. Um, trying to cover the matches is difficult because the stuff, that's needed for the white rabbit video is becoming evident as the matches are on, if that makes sense. So it's like, if I was to end the watch along and then do the research side of things, uh, I don't know when that uh, video would be put up, to be honest. I don't know when we would actually be able to publish that video because um, the research was kind of done during the watch along, wasn't it? So uh, it's a it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Trying to find the balance is going to be difficult. Uh, John says, uh, with Nikki removing her mask after losing her match to Candice, is she ditching the superhero gimmick? Uh, it feels that way. Yes, it feels that way. Um, it, it, she took it off in the background um, not long ago and threw it at Dewdrop. So uh, she took chucked it at Dewdrop, and uh, it felt like uh, that was. Um, her like moving away from it then but she uh, seemingly put it back on and then had a match I think she might have only put it back on because they needed her to put Candice over and she's someone that's 
losing and in a struggling gimmick anyway. So she took it off. And uh, I think they kind of made her put it back on for this Candice moment. And then now she's took it off again. So, yeah, I do think she is ditching this gimmick. Yes, I do. Um, but, but, but with Nikki, oh, we read that one. Uh, Malachi Black is not the White Rabbit, says Gary. Uh, Michael said, I was distracted by you looking at everything up. I'm not interested in this Bray thing, but lots of people are. It's true. Uh, just think, if it is Bray, Triple H has made the signing, the best signing ever, says Byram. Uh, Austin said, I'm not seeing anything about Mustafa Ali being released. Uh, LZS said, how are the White Rabbit rankings now Edge returns? That's a great question. I mean, I feel... I, I'll tell you one thing that I can't rule out. That is someone using all of this to troll us. I mean, if this turns out to be Corbin and Corbin is doing this to troll people, people will be upset, but that will be what Corbin is going for. So I certainly can't like rule that out. I feel like Bray is, Bray was around about 40% for me before and Edge was about 30%. Edge now is, I mean, pretty much down to like next to nothing because he's back. He came back tonight. So that makes me think that Bray has gone up to potentially like 70% now. I don't think you can rule out Alexa. I think Alexa is someone that has got very strong connections to Bray. We might even be able to find connections to some of the other things as well. And uh, obviously, the lights flickered during her match. She said the 10 feet tall thing, which is a lyric from the song. The whole thing is Disney themed or Alice in Wonderland themed. And that's synonymous with Disney. So I feel like there's a lot of links and nods and connections to Alexa. So you can't really rule her out, but I don't know how much you can put in that. So maybe I would go like 10% Alexa. Um, Corbin, maybe I would go with something like 5% for Corbin. So, I mean, I'm at uh, 85% there with Bray at 70, Alexa at 10, Corbin with five. Um, I mean, it could be someone else that's coming in from outside. So maybe I would put um, someone someone new at like 10% and then everyone else 5%. Everyone else 5 So, I mean, honestly, I've got Bray completely out, you know. He, he is someone that was in, he was in the mix for the first clue. He took the lead after the second clue. And because this morning, before we even got this show, I had him at 40%. I had Edge at 30 Then, uh, you know, a lot depended if Edge was going to come back, and he did. So Edge coming back, I think, is a big, big moment. That really knocks him out of the running. Right now, I mean, I've got Bray out and out in the lead. I've got Bray out and out in the lead. But um, I can't, I'm, I'm certainly still not at 100%. I'm certainly not at 100%. So I think Alexa's in the running. I think Corbin's in the running. I think someone completely new is in the running as well. Um, so, you know, there's there's definitely a few other people that it could be, but I can't sit here and tell you that there's anyone that is as firm a favorite as what Bray is at the moment. Uh, Cooper uh, Weary said, did you like the theory of Wyatt Six I tagged you in about the fire 
and there being six survivors. I don't know if I've seen that one yet, but uh, put it in the chat as to what that was. I've uh, obviously had a lot of people um, uh, like getting in touch on Discord, getting in touch on Twitter, getting in touch in the live stream. I've just I've just had to try and do my best to get to as many people and get to as many theories as possible. But I don't think I've seen that one. So, yeah, let me know. Let me know. Uh, Michael said, I think there are better ways to introduce Bray, like the old pregnant woman in the old Wyatt theme song. I would have brought that back. Cliff Beaver said, if this is a massive heel troll by Corbin, I would kind of love that. It's unlikely just because I think, you know, you would generate such heat. You would, you know, he would be hated and people would be upset with him. And, uh, but like, would it be, would it be go away heat? Would it be enough where people are like, I'm done with WWE? Like, I, you know, you're, you're really dangling something in front of them that they really want. You know, this is something that people are really desperate for and you're dangling it and in front of them. And then if it turns out to be a, a you know, a trick like that, that would be moody, wouldn't it? That would be moody. Uh, I, I still can't say that that isn't got a chance. Though. I can't sit here and say that's got a 0% chance. So I don't know. Just give that like a token 5%. Uh, Black Theory is done now. SRS tweeted moments ago. Black Theory is done now. Sean Ross Sapp tweeted moments ago. What's that mean? Oh, what? That Black is not released. Hey, don't you think that's interesting? That If Black is still with AEW, why did they put his lyrics... Why did they put his lyrics in the source code? That's a bit, I think that's a bit cheeky to use someone that you don't even have signed. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Sean Rossap said the response to tonight's White Rabbit tease has been one of the most talked about things in recent memory. On screen, dozens of mes messages about it. WWE has really captured the interest of its audience. Uh, Malachi Back just streamed and said he has not been released. An AEW source told me today that they believe he and Matthews will be back in AEW again and that they think things will somewhat be uh, mended before all out. That's interesting. That's very interesting. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I believe that, to be honest. I, I believe that that's uh, true. I believe that um, he probably hasn't left all out. That's what's, what's really interesting about that is that WWE have put his uh, lyrics in the, in the source code. And he is a superstar that is not signed by them and seemingly has not come back to them either. So it seems to suggest they're quite willing to throw you off the scent by using superstars that are not even signed with them. So, I mean, listen, just an, a, a word of caution. That's it, isn't it? Just a word of caution in regards to the Bray thing. WWE will use links to people that are not signed with them. And, you know, seemingly that's what they've done with Alistair Black. Interesting. As I said, as much as I love adding theories and discussing theories and chucking them around. And, and it's brilliant. I love doing it. It's so much fun. And it definitely makes you think. Um, I, I do enjoy getting rid of theories as well. Uh, do you remember when The Miz had a massive go at Daniel Bryan a few years ago back on SmackDown? 
I wonder if that was in Kentucky, says AJ. I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. That would need to be uh, uh, looked into. Uh, the whole kill your dad thing could be a reference to Vince because of the whole who's your daddy chant. Bray should want to kill Vince and Austin Theory. Vince did release him. Thoughts? Um, I, I don't think they're going to use Vince. Uh, I could be completely wrong, of course. I'm, a lot of this I'm having to just go with my gut feeling on it. But my gut feeling is they Vince has just stepped down because of pressure because of hush money pressure. So I don't know if this, if they like so soon would look to involve him in these teases. Um, of course, they're nothing but teases. So you are absolutely right to consider Vince and think about Vince. But I, I just don't know. I, I, of all the things they could include and all the things that they could, you know, put in here to tease Bray or whatever, I, I don't know that they need to include anything for Vince. But you're right to still think about it. I just don't know if it's a bit too soon after those allegations. You know, as we said, Vince was forced into retirement. He didn't want to retire. He was forced into retirement. So I, I think that um, that's just worth keeping in mind that, yeah, it could be. But I'm leaning more towards it being unlikely. Uh, Sean said, while I agree that if it turns out to be Corbin, it would be a massive troll, I'd be more okay with it being Corbin if he comes out and owns that and then Bray appears. That would be the ultimate swerve. Yeah, that could be interesting. That could be interesting. I really liked the um, Judgment Day theory. I'm it is a shame that that one has seemingly been shot down now. Because as I was saying before, yes, it does point to Edge. Because when you think about who wants to get revenge on Judgment Day, Edge is like your or my number one person. So Edge was definitely in the running for that reason. But I think uh, it's a shame because like that could also have pointed to who the Wyatt Six were going to go after. If this is like Wyatt Six, Wyndham Six, like it could have really pointed towards who they have got in their sights. So um, yeah, I, I thought there was like something really interesting there as well. So that that's another thing as well. Like, don't get disheartened if theories get shot down, because as we said, it's nice to get rid of things and get clarity. I also do wonder if even if this is Bray, are there other messages in here that's kind of pointing towards who is targeting? Are there messages in here that are pointing us towards what his intentions might be or where his head's at at the moment, what his thought process is right now? I mean, there's so much stuff in here. It honestly, honestly wouldn't surprise me, even if this does turn out to be Bray and it's and it Bray comes back. I would not be surprised if there's other things in here that just point towards where his head's at, what his motivations are, who his targets are. Like there really could be a lot more detail in here than just who is it that's coming back. Um, so it's it's just worth bearing that in mind as well. Uh, Joey said, a uh, quick shot of someone rushing by in the background during the damage control Larray Bianca backstage segment. As damage control start to walk away, the camera goes a little bit to the right. Interesting, Joey. Shout out to you. We'll have to see if that clip is doing the rounds. I, I, I don't have that clip, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I'll have to have a look at that. Uh, I can tell you right now, Bray Wyatt is 
not trending as much as I thought he would be. Let me just see. Is that a bit out of date? Triple H, 4,000 uh, tweets. Bray, 9,000. 9,000 tweets at the moment for uh, Bray. Uh, I can tell you that the top trends in the US, Monday Night Football, Jupiter. don't know why Jupiter's trending. Uh, uh, WWE Raw is number three. Charlotte Flair is trending. Is Bray just trending? I don't. I would imagine Bray would be trending on his own or something. NASA, Jupiter. Uh, big night for Jupiter by the looks of things. Looks like Jupiter had a great night tonight. Why, why is Jupiter? Hang on, let me just have a look at this. Why is Jupiter trending? Jupiter will be 367 million miles from Earth. That is the closest that it's been since 1963. So there we go, guys. Jupiter is snuggling up to us this evening. Jupiter is bout it, bout it. So uh, there we go. I don't know why Charlotte's trending. As as some people looked at this and come to a conclusion, it could be Charlotte. Charlotte's... Um, just having a quick look to see if there's any reason as to why Charlotte might be trending, but I can't see anything obvious. But yeah, uh, where it said WWE Raw, um, it said Charlotte was trending as well. No, can't see that one. That'll need to uh, just have a little bit more uh, digging into. Uh, we do need to have a look at the scores as well, but uh, I really want to get your thoughts um, down as well. Cliff said, Bray should just return as a baby face. He'll be cheered no matter what. Yeah, I agree, definitely. Legend Killer said, I like the Seth Rollins-Rey Mysterio match. Awesome. Um, he doesn't need to tweet the whole thing is stupid. Better way to do it, says Michael. Uh, William said, listen, if this is marketing lot to attract Bray to come back, what if W... <laughs> What if he's not signed? They're just trying to set it up so that uh, we put so much pressure on him that he has to sign. This, <laughs> everyone's waiting for him, so it forces him to re-sign. That's a good theory. I like that. Uh, Summit said, Days, I was sure that the clues wouldn't be for Edge, as why would there be teases for a guy who is active and often returns? It should be for someone unexpected if it would be for sure. Well, to be honest, we went through, um, I mean, look, Edge is a massive star. I think it's easy to forget how big Edge is. Um, Edge is known. You know, Edge was around in the Attitude Era. He really connects with the casual fans. He's already in the Hall of Fame. Like, Edge is a massive, massive deal. I think we can get a bit desensitized to that because we see him on a regular basis and, you know, dare I say there's more engaging storylines, like the Bloodline storyline is definitely better than Edge and uh, Judgment Day storyline. Um, and so maybe we get a bit desensitized to it. I think Edge coming back is a big deal. It's a big deal. I understand that it's only a few weeks after he came back, but look how he came back last time. Look at the vignettes that he was involved in last time that got people so excited. So I don't think you could rule it out as a possibility. And I also think where the clues were seemingly pointing towards um, being based on different members of Judgment Day, I thought that was, again, just reinforcing the fact that this could be connected to Edge. 
I, I understand what people are saying. Like, you know, we, we got a big deal for Edge before. Like, why would we get a big deal for Edge now? And, and the answer to that was, well, we need to wait and see because, like, we don't we don't know what the White Rabbit is about, do we? We're trying to find out. White Rabbit it is us following the rabbit. We're following the rabbit to something. The rabbit is leading us to something. Not a new gimmick. Uh, you know, we don't think someone's going to come back as the White Rabbit. We don't think someone's coming back dressed as Alice in Wonderland. Right now, we are following the rabbit. And it's going to show us like something. We're going to go somewhere. We think that reveal will be extreme rules. We think the reveal will be extreme rules. But it, who knows? I mean, look, it was always an option that we would get to extreme rules, and that's where Edge would come back. So, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down on the fact that we spent time looking at the Edge stuff. Um, I think that's fine. I think there was enough there and enough justification as to why we did it. But um, what's more important is the fact that I think we can definitely back away from it now and uh, focus our attention elsewhere. And right now, it just feels very, very much like Bray. Yeah, very much like Bray. I'm still not at the point where I'm saying it's 100%. I'm still very much preaching, keeping an open mind. But uh, I can definitely understand why Bray fans are getting so excited. Uh, LZS said, I've got a theory. What if uh, Bray is targeting Judgment Day and Full Circle? It refers to Finn being the Fiend's first opponent and now maybe could be uh, the new character's first opponent. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's good. I like that. The only thing I would say is that we don't... I don't know what this clue points to. This clue, I think because of the... I feel like this clue is a bit of like Corbin is very strong in this one. I do think Baron Corbin is very strong. Um, yeah, it's difficult. I feel like killing the father, it felt, the last one felt like Dominic. You could definitely make an argument for Bray. This one feels like Corbin, but you can definitely make an argument for Bray. The first one, I don't know what the first one was. I mean, the first one, you can make an argument for Bray because of that 2015 promo where you know he said you did and that was the answer to the hangman game i suppose demon kind of hinted towards it being towards it being uh finn balor that's the word that was guessed so yeah i don't know i kind of feel like we need to i need to sit down and mull it all over again uh to try and figure out kind of where we are none of this is clear that's the truth. None of it is clear, but I don't think it's designed to be clear. Top tier said White Rabbit played again during commercial. There was a nice crowd pop when the red light came on. The video is out there, says Top Tier. Uh, Days, The Fiend and Alistair Black's themes are by the same band. Uh, isn't Baron Corbin with JBL, says Lance? Well, he got into his limo and it was JBL's voice and then the limo drove off, but we don't know if they're together we don't know if it was like some advice that was given or or we don't know what's happening so yeah still in the dark a bit on that uh austin said i feel like there's uh too many connections to bray i feel very confident that it's him but who knows uh cooper weary said 40701 took it to devil's creek kentucky in 1983 a church burnt down after a mass suicide and amongst the survivor were six children Referring to Bray's gimmicks, 
who grew up being scrutinized and ridiculed. 40701 took you to Devil's Creek, Kentucky. I thought it... Let me have a look. I thought it took you to Corbin, Kentucky. 40701. 40701, if we go to maps. Uh, I mean, 40701 takes you to Corbin Creek on that one. That's interesting, though. I like if that is if that is the case, I like that theory. Yes, I like it. Uh, Lance said, uh, same here. I'm, I'm confident it's going to be Bray. <clears throat> uh, AJ said, this might be a long way off, but maybe the big pink rabbit pictured in Italy represents a real injury Bray suffered at a house show in Milan. Uh, Austin said, Bray is going to have a mega start gimmick for the third time if this is him. I trust that Triple H won't ruin him. Rex said, I feel like if it is Bray, it wouldn't happen on Raw or SmackDown. It would happen at Crown Jewel, not Extreme Rules. It doesn't seem like the place. Uh, Anne Neurup said, go to White Rabbit Records. Done it, bud. It's in the White Rabbit breakdown. Um, Too Much Truff said, I think it leads towards Halloween. Oh, that's an interesting thought, isn't it? Halloween is not that far away at all. That's an interesting thought. Cliff Beaver said, I watch AEW and WWE. People seem to be more behind Sammy than any wrestler right now. Right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump into, uh, I mean, look, we've been going for a little while here and I do need to jump into your scores and thoughts. So uh, let's do that and see how people scored the show. 8.5 tonight. Damn, that's high. Wow, that's high. The Candice moment was awesome. The matches seemed like they were really solid. Uh, the QR code obviously dominated things. I don't know if that goes into the scoring, but 8.5 tonight. Wow. Uh, here we go then. Favorite part, uh, the first and the third hour. Being completely distracted by Raw. Best stream ever. <sighs> uh, Sammy, uh, Candice LeRae returning. Voodoo doll behind Alexa. The White Rabbit Clues. Uh, the White Rabbit Clues conversation that it's... But, well, this is good, you know. I'm really pleased that people enjoyed the, right, the White Rabbit conversation stuff. I think it's quite interesting in a way because you can sort of see the journey as well. I mean, like, you, the whole thing played out in front of you. I mean, I have literally, from the moment we started... I mean, we, we streamed for four hours... And like did the research live on stream. Then basically all I did was just gather it together, record a video. And then we've just been live here now for nearly an hour here as well. So I feel like this whole thing has been recorded and played out. So you can kind of see where the information is coming from and uh, what we're finding. So yeah, I, th I think that's kind of interesting. I'm just trying to make myself feel better. The watch along was awful. Uh, Candice's return and the White Rabbit tease. Uh, people making a big deal about it being Bray when it's obviously going to be him. Think there's better ways to introduce him. Uh, new White Rabbit clue, Dexter and Candice return. Day's good job. Appreciate it. Edmonton Oilers. Edge asking for an I quit match against Finn Balor. Really makes extreme rules feel extreme. Uh, watching Days go fanatic when Candice showed it. Yeah, I really popped for that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I did. I, do you know what? I think I, 
really interesting. Really interesting. I think it's because I completely blindsided me. Um, I was so lost in this white rabbit stuff. Uh, I did not expect them to drop any kind of return tonight. So the fact they put that in there, wow, yeah. Uh, seeing days confused, listening to the rattling. Oh my god, yeah. When someone said that, uh, if you listen to the sound, it says uh, you can hear. Let me in. Uh, of course, I I tried it. I explored it. I can't hear it, but on the White Rabbit Records. YouTube channel, if you actually listen to that clip, apparently you can hear it say, let me in. I can't hear it. Uh, I watched the final hour of Raw, said Hayden. Shout out to you, Hayden. Uh, Candice LeRae return was someone's favorite. Let's go to uh, things people didn't like. Uh, Nikki still with the superhero uh, gimmick. I think she's dropped it, to be honest. Uh, Judgment Day, attack Matt Riddle, edge return, says Hayden. Opening promos. Honestly, this was a fire roar. If I've got any complaint, maybe the White Rabbit stuff dominated the show, but the White Rabbit stuff is fun. Uh, as usual, I felt it would have been better trimmed down to a two-hour show. Uh, Long Sammy versus AJ match did little. Jobber Amos versus Jobbers. NYC lost today. Uh, nothing. Raw was great. Miz, Dom, probably Dexter and Miz as the story is getting stale. Nothing in particular. I thought some of the matches were long. Could have shortened them and got other superstars TV time. Uh, White Rabbit is going to be Adam Rose's old bunny. Dominic looks out of place when with the Judgment Day. He doesn't look intimidating and probably never will. Uh, Dexter Loomis, Rey Mysterio promo. They spend in the full uh, stream uh, talking about White Rabbit. He's starting to sound like Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo? Not much. Amos, damage control, the return of what's-a-face. Uh, absolutely nothing. I was in the rabbit hole and someone said the word the. So uh, there we go. That was uh, people's thoughts. People's thoughts. Right, let me see. Uh, 58 minutes. That's pretty good. 58 minutes we've been live uh, with this. So uh, I always like to try and get to around about the hour and... Yeah, I'd love to get in your uh, thoughts. We'll we'll get a few, like five more minutes, five more minutes of your thoughts, and then uh, we will put a bow on this one. Uh, Top tier said WWE seems like a different company from a few months ago. Uh, people get bored of things easy, says Austin. Uh, Dom is immediately better as a heel slash Rhea simp. I agree with that. Luke said that Candice disrespect shake my head. Summit said, Days, Cena, and Edge are my childhood favorites. The teases have been coming for so long. If it's a setup, it should be completely unexpected return. And if it's not, I would be disappointed. Uh, Michael said, what about the dislikes? I went through them. Done. Uh, Jim said, what's her face is a Canadian YouTuber. Uh, I would rate to know uh, tonight a nine, said Lance. Rex said, is the let me in thing familiar to the feed your head thing? There's three words. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I think let me in, feed your head. I mean, I kind of feel like feed your head is a very Bray Wyatt-ish kind of thing to say. You know, I could see him saying that in a Firefly Funhouse or as the fiend. So, you know, I can't say that that's necessarily a connection. Someone did make the point that it might be something to do with his lantern because that's a head. 
Um, and they were making like a bit of a theory there. Not too sure about that. Not too sure about that. Um, yeah, I, I, we're going to have to wait and see, aren't we? But it, it is something that I could see being very Bray Wyatt's kind of terminology. Uh, Cliff said, these raw ratings are generous as hell. Uh, fiend your head, said one Greg Seven. Very good. Very good. Uh, Michael said, good night. Uh, see you tomorrow. Uh, get some rest, otherwise your head will explode. I know, yeah, my head's spinning. Uh, Austin said, Candice is great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her on the main roster. I think she, it's going to be interesting to see how you use her, actually. I don't know. We haven't really spoke about Candice, but maybe that. Maybe I'll do that as a separate video. I feel like she definitely deserves uh, a video to herself, so I might do that on the Clips channel in a bit. Uh, are you doing a watch long for the Minnesota Vikings versus New Orleans Saints game that will be in London on Sunday? No, no. I mean, I, I tend to do the Super Bowl final uh, and that's about it. Uh, William said, I enjoyed the stream. Thank you. Appreciate it, but uh, Rex said, if it's not Bray, will you be disappointed? Uh, no, I, I've kept an open mind, to be honest. Um, I mean, I, I'm down for Bray coming back and I am... Um, the only problems that I've got with Bray is obviously I'm not a fan of the supernatural thing. That's not just Bray. That's anything. Um, not a fan of it being in like wrestling. So I've got a, a little concern with that. But to be honest, um, equally uh, my concern is that I, the way he's he was booked was not great. I think like, you know, you can try and make that Hell in a Cell match against Seth seem like, you know, like there was logic and reason to it. But it, it it undoubtedly turned people off. You know, that Hell in a Cell match with Seth, I mean, we've heard that, like, Bray was fuming. We heard Seth was fuming. The crowd were chanting refund. Like, it was awful. So, like, that wasn't good. The loss to Goldberg obviously wasn't good. So the booking there was, you know, flipping rubbish. Uh, the loss to Randy Orton at WrestleMania, I mean... I, I, I don't know if that was meant to kick off like a feud with Alexa, but then the next night on Raw, he he wasn't interested in Alexa. He he said this was like new beginnings. And I don't think at that point he knew he was about to lose his job. I know it's a nice thought that that he knew. And so he did this like, you know, new beginnings. I don't I don't think that's the case. I don't think he knew. I think that he probably found out after he recorded that and they were planning on going and moving him into a new feud. So, like, you know, the Fiend got burnt alive, came came back uh, by walking down a, a corridor, which is stupid, right? Um, that bugged me. I mean, if he got burnt alive and you want to bring him back, you would imagine there would be some sort of process. I mean, I don't know. How do you come back from being burnt alive? But you would imagine there'd be some sort of process. But instead, he just walked down what was seemingly a magic corridor and just came back to normal. Um, and then he loses the match. And then he loses the match. So, like, I don't think if he comes back, he's going to be booked as badly as he was under Vince. But that's a concern as well. So, yeah, I would say there's a few a few concerns. I mean, the Funhouse stuff was Excellent. The Funhouse stuff was amazing. The Fiend character as well, you know, the, the split personalities, the different personas. That was all brilliant. It was all great. But I felt like as it went on, like it definitely started to uh, struggle in my mind. And so 
I've, I do want him back and I want it back to where it was. I want it back to when it was great. So I want it back to that kind of a time. But um, if this turns out to not be great, I think as long as it's something still engaging, as, as long as it's something that's not Corbin, you know, I mean, if, it, if this, for example, led to the return of Alistair Black, let's say, right, it doesn't seem like it's going to. But let's say if this re was the return of Alistair Black and Alistair Black was going to be cool and he was going to be dominant and he was going to be like, you know, NXT Alistair Black. I'd be fine with that. I've kept an open mind on it. Like if it was going to be that, I would be fine with it. If this is going to lead to like a new exciting gimmick for Alexa Bliss, I'd be fine with it. Like that would be fine as well. So I I've done a pretty good job of keeping an open mind. There's a lot, a lot of Bray fans that just want this to be Bray or, you know, it, it's not good enough, basically. If it was a new gimmick for Alexa, not good enough. If this is going to be Alistair Black, not good enough. If, if this is how they're going to call up Joe Gacy, not good enough. Like for a lot of people, this is Bray or it's just atrocious. Or I just don't want to know. It's atrocious. Like it's, it's, it's Bray or we riot. That's kind of where a lot of people are. But I've managed to keep like I'm I'm kept an open mind on it. Also, no, if it didn't turn out to be Bray, I'd be all right. But um, I think he's definitely in the lead right now. Definitely in the lead. Uh, apparently, Playboy Carty is going to debut on SmackDown. I don't know who that is. Uh, Thomas said Malachi Black has come out and said he hasn't left AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray carried WWE in 2019. That was good times. I agree. I agree. Uh, what's wrong with Bray in Supernatural? Sometimes it takes Supernatural to win. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, a different taste, isn't it, really? I mean, my the way that I enjoy wrestling is that I enjoy it seeing people like training and working to be the best. So I really enjoy watching people like, you know, uh, having to dig deep and you know watching people like be injured and selling those injuries and the psychology of that you know we've seen loads of matches where people have had to dig deep and we've seen loads of matches where someone's got an injury and then that that is targeted you know it might be that your finisher is uh, the sharpshooter and so Brett used to target people's legs and he would kick on their legs to try and wear their legs down and then, you know, he'd get the sharpshooter on so it would hurt even more. Like, that's what I love about wrestling, that kind of psychology. And I think that if you introduce supernatural stuff, I think that kind of takes that away. Because all of a sudden, what you've got now is you've got the ability to win. I mean, you've got no amount of training can beat someone that's got supernatural powers. I mean, how how is anyone meant to beat someone that's got supernatural powers? I mean, if you've got the ability to, like, I don't know, do supernatural stuff, set your opponent on fire or whatever, like, I don't understand, like, how that's a level playing field. And that, to me, unless everyone's got supernatural powers, like, for me, it's either everyone has them or no one has them. Otherwise, it's not a level playing field. And, you know, Undertaker, for example, during his matches, we never used to see him use supernatural powers. Like he always kept it clean in the ring. And um, I think there was times where Bray didn't do that. And and those were times where I struggled with the Bray character. I think, you know, if you do stuff outside of the ring, I mean, 
I can I can tolerate. I don't like it. I still don't like it, but I can tolerate it a bit more. I just think like when you get into an actual match, I want to see a back and forth. I want to see a real contest. I want to see people digging deep and trying to, you know, earn that victory. Very much, you know, Shawn Michaels, the boyhood dream has come true. And, you know, Kofi trying to dig deep to do Kofi mania and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I don't know that that just has been wrestling. That was wrestling because of kayfabe and everything, you know. Wrestling uh, always tried to present itself as realistic and for the longest time had people believing in it and believing it was real and uh, heels and faces weren't allowed to travel together and uh, you had like all that kind of stuff. So it's one of those, isn't it? It comes down to personal taste. That's the truth. It comes down to personal taste. There's plenty of people that are totally fine with supernatural stuff being in wrestling um, and then there's people out there that don't like it and I just fall into the camp of it's it's just not for me. It's just not for me. But the fiend at the start wasn't wasn't doing that, you know. His early matches, there was no signs of like supernatural stuff. Um, you know, he beat Finn, for example, in his debut match clean. The match in Hell in a Cell, largely he just lies there whilst he's getting stuff chucked on top of him. Um, you know, there's there's nothing that shows itself there. Uh, it's kind of weird as well if he has supernatural powers. Why did he lose to Goldberg? Like if he's got the ability to, you know have supernatural powers why what how did they not show themselves when he lost to goldberg is goldberg just so powerful he can overcome supernatural powers like for me we start going into some very weird conversations and yeah you know it's just personal personal preference isn't it um emery said it was reported that triple h said it's someone that no one is talking about yeah i think that got debunked i think that got debunked uh, top tier said, <clears throat> I would rather a deep psychological fiend over a supernatural one. Uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. But that's a whole separate conversation, which can wait uh, another day if we ever have it. I mean, I must admit, if you've watched the channel for a long time, it's a conversation we've had a few times before. Um, I must admit, it's not a conversation I'm looking to have again. Um, you know, I, I very much just want to enjoy where like this is going. And if Bray comes back, I will enjoy his return and, uh, you know, we will then watch it accordingly. Uh, AJ said, did you see that Gacy was pictured in a group huddle with the group he's in and the red hooded woman was at a show at the weekend? No, I haven't. We can talk about that more tomorrow. Uh, Lance said, I would rather have Bray show up at Extreme Rules rather than Crown Jewel. Um, Michael said, I know someone did an explanation video about the Goldberg match. Well, that'd be interesting. I haven't seen it. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Uh, right. I think we're done anyway. We've, uh, stuck around and, uh, uh, done about an hour and 15 minutes actually. So, uh, we've definitely uh, done the time. Um, yeah. You know, if you watched, uh, the watch along, yeah, apologies. It was very white rabbit focused. I, all I can say is I hope you understand why. Again, if you're waiting for this review, I, I really appreciate you waiting around. We were very, very delayed again. I hope you understand why. Um, you know, it's it is it is a shame that this is dominating things as much as it is, but this is where the conversation is, and we have to be where the conversation is. So yeah, big, big video. If you've not seen it, check it out. It just it's everything in one place. Of course, there's going to be more things that come to light. Of course, there is. Uh, so we can easily look to do an updated video tomorrow. 
but everything, all the major stuff is in that video as of right now. So awesome. Thanks a lot for watching the review. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Thanks for joining us for the watch long. Of course, we're going to be back with NXT tomorrow. And of course, we're going to be back tomorrow uh, with a review. And I would imagine another White Rabbit video as more theories emerge. I'm going to go off and do some other uh, Wrestling Days clips, like secondary channel stuff. Then I'm going to try and catch up on theories and things. I still need to set up the Wrestling Escape pod. We've got a big episode of that tomorrow as well. So lots, go lots going on. Really appreciate the support. And uh, I will see you again next time. Bye for now.